Hello there, you lucky hallowed few that are joining us on this momentous milestone. It is our first ever podcast episode. We are just two guys creeping ever so closely to that 30-year milestone and have realized that a lot of our friends have moved away or have settled down and started families, and we've lost contact with over the years. So we thought, hey, why not start a podcast to reconnect and keep in touch better? Over the many episodes we hope to bring you, we will be introducing a slew of some of our oldest friends talking about anything we can think of. Since we are majorly men, yes, sports will most likely take the forefront of the content. However, we do plan to discuss several top topics such as movies, TV shows, comics, Star Wars, as well as one of the things we're most excited about is our life experiences, where we'll just sit back and swap some old war stories. So we are starting from scratch, learning and evolving on the fly, and trying to have some fun. We hope you find us as entertaining as we find ourselves. And if not, we honestly don't care. We were being very honest when we said this, for us, is more than anything, keeping in touch. So sorry for the blabbering. Let's go ahead and get into our first topic of the podcast, which is talking about the first two episodes of the new She-Hulk series, as well as touching base on the recent fantasy football drafts we've had. I'm one of your co-hosts, Micah McCall, along with my partner... I'm Jared Trudeau. Everyone calls me Trudeau, with- so you'll hear that a lot. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. <laughs> so without further ado, sit back, relax, and welcome to the chat. So like we said, we're going to be, we're going to hit up the She-Hulk episodes uh, at the time of our, of this recording. You know, we're only two episodes into the series, and so we're just going to do a quick little review and go over some of the stuff we don't like and what we do like about the show and what we hope this means going forward for the future of the MCU. So obviously if you haven't seen the first two episodes, well, spoiler alert right now, uh, not like there's a whole lot to spoil because nothing super crazy has happened yet, <laughs> but spoiler alert nonetheless. <laughs> so treads, I know we've talked about it, uh, off of the podcast, obviously a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I want to hear your opinions on what you like so far and what's going on. Like, well, just, let's just start with the first episode. What what did you like about the first episode? I liked all of it. I'm I'm a sucker. I I'll preface this by saying I'm not the hardest, uh, like critic when it comes to things I like to watch, but I liked it. I mean, it had a lot of different aspects like thrown into it, like. Right off the bat, she's breaking the fourth wall. I really liked that because, you know, it, it opens up a lot of different stuff, but it also sets the tone for the show. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I I agree with that on the fourth wall. That fourth wall break, like, because they take that even, like, split second of her, like, when she first does it in the flashback, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and she breaks the fourth wall for, like, what is the first time in chronological order, like, Hulk looks, you see Hulk in the background looking over at her, like, yeah. what is she talking about? And then he even has her looking to the camera with that puzzled look, like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> like, what, like, even it, it even looked like it surprised her, right. which I thought was a very nice touch to the character and definitely is something that I would love to see them explore. I know that, like, with that time jump to back to present day at the beginning of the episode and stuff, that 
she's clearly more comfortable breaking the fourth wall. Oh yeah. And but I really hope that they kind of come back around to that, to like see her build up, like figuring out why all of a sudden she's talking to us. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very very interesting to dabble into that. Yeah. But what else? What else did you like? I I liked. How- I liked how it like just dove right into like her origin and how she got her powers. Like I like how it showed for one answered a lot of questions that we had from Shang-Chi on was like, why is the Hulk, you know, in Bruce form? And yeah, that is true. That answered that right off the bat, which I was jacked about. And I feel like just the pace of everything was very like, I liked it because it just jumped right into it. It showed the ship from Sakaar, so it's like, okay, what's that mean? It just did a lot in the amount of time that it had, and I I enjoyed that because it was like, okay, they they mean business. That's that's fair. Um like I did I too, like I said, I mean obviously like a we talked about the fourth wall break I thought was brilliantly handled. Mm-hmm. Um honestly that that bit and that post credit scene of her of Disney cutting <laughs> it right before she right before she drops the the cut on fuck and it was just oh dying I'm sure me along with tons of people in their living room granted if their kids weren't watching finished it for him <laughs> and was like Captain America fucks, fucks. fucks. Like, yes. buddy get, buddy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> that had me die though i was like because like i'm sitting here and like we've already like they already announced that at least the first four episodes are all gonna have post-credit scenes and we're to the point where what i think spider-man homecoming the only real post-credit scene where it was actually a troll and not teasing anything for the future and then all of a sudden we get this one with captain america fox forget <laughs> setting up anything or or even remotely hinting at like the big bad or whatever you want right. to say for the story of the there. season it's just that great that great one-liner there that that one had me laughing well i i, I like how they're kind of doing that because i just actually watched uh rewatch multiverse of madness today with krista and yeah the end credit scene of the pizza balls dude punch himself in the face like that had yeah there was no reason for that it was just funny and that's like what they did i forgot i forgot about that post credit well i i still haven't i haven't rewatched multiverse madness yet i've only watched it the one time in theaters so i kind of forgot about that one of the funny parts too at the end of she hulk after like when they're showing uh the credits with like the hand drawn uh scenes and stuff there's one of her and bruce at the bar and she's got like a board with the red string like tying things together (laughs) and it's like trying to figure out who captain america slept with and it was just it was funny (laughs) what's even even funnier though is how that that uh that little bit of info that bruce drops has even like the fans like oh, i don't know if bro. you've seen some of like the fans stuff like going back into captain america first avenger oh. and literally seeing a part that funnily enough i'll see if you if you catch it is when he's walking down the stairs yeah. and like this uh beautiful blonde haired 
woman is there and like they get and like he gives her uh his autograph and like they share this like, like little look and everything do you know who played that who what actress was playing that role yeah it's the same one that plays star lord's mom star lord's mom <laughs> so everyone so everyone's taking it's laura haddock and so everyone's taking this hilarious leaf of just like captain steve rogers is peter quill's grandpa bro <laughs> i even said that me and chris were watching conspiracy <laughs> videos and i was like i was like i looked at her and i was like can you imagine i was like if star lord is part super soldier part eternal i was like part who i was like buddy is he's good to go he's just buddy's loaded yeah i was like come on buddy. bring it on. no wonder he could hold that infinity stone I know. for, for I that extended like, period of time holy shit <laughs> Yeah, I like that 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 had me that had me laughing pretty good though. And uh it was I will say the comedy like the comedy was there, it had its really good bits of yeah. comedy. I liked a lot of the little little things uh like Hulk, Bruce telling her about how like Tony was coming down and all build it build, help build it for him. <laughs> uh how like him and Tony spent a lot of time together during that five years that we don't get to see in the blip and like getting closer and becoming even better friends that we always as fans kind of like hoped was kind of happening off screen yeah like it's stuff that we always were hoping was happening and now it was a nice little way for them to confirm it and i like the fact that they also didn't like blow past tony's death like it was nothing for for bruce Right, because like they were very, they were very close. Um, so I I like that they actually like made it means at least mean a little bit. Like right. they they held those scenes. I felt like those scenes they 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 shifted the tone for those and then brought it back to what they want She Hulk to be, which is clearly feeling more and more like it's going to be a workplace comedy sitcom <laughs> thing right. more than anything else. I also loved. Well, uh, they were training and the Hulk just like she Hulk shows him up when throwing the boulder. So he just throws the one into the atmosphere and it just burns into the atmosphere. I was like, that <laughs> just, had me just trying weird. to show you how it just, just trying to show you how it's really done. Yeah, yeah. I was dying. I was like, that I'm, thing honestly, burned honestly up. like him doing that. And then him saying, I'm just trying to show you how it's done. Honestly, what got me out of that whole scene that, Oh, is Tatiana Maslany coming back with? Oh, I'm shown. <laughs> right, right, right after he says, "Just try to show you outside." Oh, I'm shown. She's like, like "Okay, I, <laughs> like I, I was always a huge fan of her casting when it was announced because you know, huge fan of her work on Orphan Black, and so I was, it was, I was excited to see her. And so far, like, I don't hate the casting still like it's she's she's put in a good performance so far in these two episodes yeah um do you have anything in particular that you're not liking from it yet at least from the in the first anything from the first episode i mean yeah there's obviously things that like not to like about it i think they're doing hulk dirty thank you (laughs) thank (laughs) you like man gets bodied by a jeep but i mean what Hulk's just been getting done dirty his entire existence in the MCU, and it just doesn't stop. I wouldn't say his. I, I don't. I, I don't want to say his no, entire existence. It's the entire. Because I loved. 
No, because I loved Hulk and Ragnarok. Like, the Hulk-Thor dynamic that Taika Waititi attacked and actually let Hulk be Hulk was the most true version of Hulk we've seen, where he was, like, he was actually communicating Mm -hmm. instead of just grunting and blah, 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 and then having, like, maybe a sentence of two words at most at a time. Like, plus, to me, Thor and Hulk's, like, bromance is one of my favorite things in Marvel. Oh, yeah, I love that. Because they are just, they're just, they are hilarious together. I, but... I do have they some... They have... What's up? I, I was going to say, I do have some theories, though, that I'll save for later, but it's definitely, okay. it shows okay. up in the first episode, and it has to do with the Okay, goal. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part. Oh, yeah. Um, I know for me... I'll, you know what? I'll save that my negative part for that for after we're done. Let's talk about the second episode before I get to my negative part because it kind of encompasses both episodes. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get the second episode. I'm down for that. Knocked out here. All right. Um, so second episode, right? So first episode, we get her backstory and her flashbacks and everything ends with the courtroom scene. We're going into the second episode – what are what are what are you liking um like i said i'm liking the pace of things but at the same time the the whole courtroom scene was kind of fast i feel like i said i liked the pace of things but at the same time that courtroom scene was really fast like that lady just popped in and you have no idea unless you're like an avid she-hulk fan like who that is and then I I don't I don't know who what audience that is like She Hulk good character yes absolutely but yeah. I, don't, I I've never met someone that's just like She Hulk fuck yeah yeah and so, so I, I I know nothing about that character I didn't know she came in got bodied real fucking quick and <laughs> we're done here not, and then you nothing. find out yeah you find out in that second episode that what she was there for traffic court and that she was a supered a superpowered influencer. Yeah. And now they're like, making in, in real world, like they're making accounts for her and stuff. Like she has a Twitter where she's deep, like graffitiing she Hulk posters and stuff. Like what's going on? Bruh. I mean, I, <laughs> as I obviously it's their attempt at clever marketing. Um, I don't hate, like I'm always fun for inventive marketing ways like i mean deadpool was really good with well, it riddler I mean, what, too and batman yeah riddler and batman was pretty they were good with that one too so like i'm okay with it it's just like oof but yeah. uh yeah like the, like you said the like there's not a lot of downtime i'll give them that and they honestly though they don't have they don't have time for any real downtime because they're no. keeping it the episodes a, a, a trim 30 it's a it's a trim thirty runtime so far, roughly for both of them. I can't. I know episode two is almost right at a thirty, and that's including like the what feels like ten minutes of credits that Disney Plus has. <laughs> I do, so irritating. I do enjoy episode two more than episode one. I feel like though. Okay. All right. All right. So. <laughs> all right. One. I, l- let me. Let me get into what i like real quick and then we'll let you get into what you like about episode two uh because it'll probably it'll definitely be a little bit more than what i got (laughs) and then i gotta come in because i know you said that 
You're not that. You're not that hard of a critic. I'm not. Right. I can't do it. I, I love everything I, I watch. It's terrible. And, and I get that. I know. <laughs> I know that's how you've been like forever. And like, don't get me wrong. For the most part, that is that's me. But at the same time, like I'm a little more harder. I'm a little more harsher. And it's just because I hold the stuff to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Unfairly as it might be. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Unfairly as it might be, I hold things that I like to a certain standard because most of the things I like have had have been at the pinnacle of greatness in media. Mm-hmm. And then to see them come in and like do a sloppy performance on it or not live up to what it could have been, I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna have some opinions. <laughs> I'm gonna but... have some opinions. <laughs> I'm gonna have some shit to say. I got some shit to talk about, but, (laughs) but first, um, to me, the number one thing and really without trying to be hyperbolic or to be too cruel to the show, that's still getting its feet footing. Mm -hmm. The only thing I liked about episode two was Emil Blonsky. I now I would have like don't get me wrong I still want abomination and I still thought at first he be, he came off super goofy trying to push that whole Hindu I don't even know what I'm, uh, I do haikus is. yeah and... those haikus and haikus and stuff um but when she actually like started really talking to him and he goes on that rant that that long conversation about his monologue about how he was just a soldier and he was on loan from the British government mm-hmm. and he they he was injected and he thought he was going to be Captain America. And like that whole that whole spiel he did like. Made me at least connect with him better than the Incredible Hulk movie did where he was in it. At, I think he had the second most screen, second or third most screen time. Only behind, obviously, Bruce and maybe Liv Tyler's character, mm-hmm. Betty. Um, I think it's her name's Betty. Mm-hmm. It's been so long since I've watched it. Betty, I watched it. Yesterday. Betty Ross, yeah, yeah, Betty Ross. I watched it yesterday. But, <laughs> but like, it was so it's because it's it's true. Like he's a soldier. He's doing what he's told to do. And then, like, I mean, you know, I was in the. I just got out of the Air Force and everything, and like, you if, get it. If someone comes to me, especially if they're like. Hey, we have this major thing going down, like, and we have this super soldier serum, and like, you're giving me a chance to be like Cap. I'm you're gonna do it. I'm gonna take that risk. <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna do it. I mean, <laughs> like, like I joked about it when I first, like, when I first signed up with my cousin, who he's another huge comic book Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I joked about it when I, when I first signed up and everything. I was like, hey, don't worry if they ever ask for any volunteers for a top secret experiment i got us i'm getting superpowers out of this don't you worry <laughs> so, like, so like but like given the chance to be something like that and being something more right like you're gonna go for it and i connect like i personally connected with it and it made me feel some type of way now do i think he was being genuine uh... i don't think so um like we obviously we know he's been working with wong yeah, and everything. So we don't really know where. His, and that, Wong's, his, everyone loves Wong. Wong's a chill dude. Every, so everyone loves Wong, but like at the same <laughs> time, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, is he being 
disingenuous? Is he sincere about sincere mm-hmm. about it? It's yet to be said. I don't think he's being sincere about it. Um, so at least I kind of hope not because that would it, the abomination, man. Yeah, so, you can't you can't make every villain with a terrific actor, which Tim Roth is, oh, yeah. an anti-hero, even though they're a full-blown villain. But we got to make him an anti-hero because. We can't have our best actors and stuff being the bad guys all the time, which is like, no, let them be the bad guys. So I felt the same way. Like I wa- I was watching it and I was like, I'm pretty sure I paused it and told Chris, I was like, damn, I was like, I've never looked at it from his point of view. And I don't think anyone really James, I never did. <laughs> like, like everyone watches the Hulk, like the incredible Hulk. And they're like, okay, like abomination, clearly the bad dude, like, Clearly, don't get me wrong. He went in like he might have been having all this stuff going on in his head, but at the forefront of everything, like he still went in into that thing with some spite towards yeah. Banner and the Hulk to begin with. Yeah, and so you watch that and you come out of it, you know. And then for how many years later for this to come out, and then for him to be saying that, you're like, damn, you're like your boy was just following orders. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, shit. But- <laughs> like but, I get it. Yeah. 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 So I was like, I was like, damn. But then, like I said, I went and watched it again last night, and that's sure. total bullshit, bro. Everything he's saying, bullshit. Because now was I was it, like I said, it's been a minute since I've watched it. So yeah, refresh, refresh me. Like so, because I, I like it didn't seem right that a lot of the stuff he was saying. I mean, it sounded good when I heard it, and so I just went with it. But so the Incredible Hulk's not one of those movies. I'm just like, oh, let me go watch this. Right. But. So we went, like, I went into it with that in my head. I was like, all right, now that I know, like, this is how he felt during it, I'm going to watch it again and see how I feel about it. And so I was watching it, and right off the bat, the dude, like, yeah, he's following orders, but as soon as he sees the Hulk, he's he's obsessed, bro. He wants yeah. that shit. He I, wanted he gets, it. What? What is it? Doesn't he get... Hulk kicks him into that tree, right? It was it's not a backhand. Bro, no, even before that, in Brazil, when they go down in to Brazil. the squad and he or wherever they are, and he's the only guy who comes out of it, and he's like, "What the hell was that?" And then, you know, General Ross tells him, and right off the gotcha, bat, yeah, right off the bat, he's like, "Oh, if I had my mind and my you know younger body, I wouldn't want to fight me and like all this stuff." And you can tell this buddy just wants the power. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. wants the power, and that's how he is through the whole thing. And then, once he is crazy enough, gets a shot up with enough shit, and then you know goes through the same uh, gamma radiation the Hulk did, he comes out and he's tearing up Harlem, and he's like, "I want to fight." He's like, "I want a good fight." Now that I got the power, like I want to see what I can do with it. And it was yeah. ne- it was never about getting the hulk so that's why when i watched it again i was like bullshit i was like i ain't i ain't nope i ain't buying that so that but that brings us back around to the whole is he being sincere about it or is he Mm. or is he like because he because if you think about it right he's older wiser spent all these years in prison like he could have seen he could have still seen the error of his ways but he still also wants to get out of prison now and so he's kind of trying to spin it that way to help him get out that's while still it, being sincere about it uh, yeah I, it was just i was watching it, i was like that reasoning's bullshit so that's not right 
So yeah, he. I mean, based off the haiku and the Hulk even giving him his bless, like pretty much his blessing, he's like, yeah, he's he's good now. Like, yeah, but yeah, it it, it was bullshit. That, don't believe a thing that man <laughs> says. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Um, okay. Speaking of the Hulk and his haiku, haiku and everything, let's save discussing that scene for a second. Okay. Um, put a pin in what, it. Yeah, we'll put a pin on that one. But outside of that other scene, what what did you what did you uh like about like what were some of the highlights for you or was it So I enjoyed like right off the cuz she came out from training with the Hulk. Like she had for lack of a better term, she had her dick swinging. She was like, "I got this shit. Like I ain't got to worry." But right off the bat in that second episode, she gets fired. She can't get another job for shit. And so she finally caves and is like, all right, maybe Bruce was right this whole time. She is. <laughs> and that's when she even called him. Then, <laughs> like, even so, then, I'm not even going to, like, it's just going to be my little tidbit of negativity before, and then I'll let you keep going. But, like, even then, I don't think she ever really, like, says you were right. No. Like, no. like it's... Well, but anyways, was, carrying on. That was one thing that I kind of bothered me about the first episode. I was like, she was so cocky for no reason. Yes. I was like, oh, like, I I will get to that my rant on that. And like, yeah, I don't know. I was just so confused by that. But anyways, we go in, you know, second episode, shit's hitting the fan, and I love that. But then she was, went right back to thinking, you know, she's the shit because when she gets to the new job, they're like, oh, you got to be She-Hulk. And she's complaining about having a high-paying job now. Like, <laughs> like, bruh, bruh. That, like, that annoys me. But other than that, I mean, I really liked the episode. I liked where it's what it did and okay. kind of showed the troubles that she was thought that she had control over it and everything when she doesn't yeah so yeah, I, th- I think it knocked her off her pedestal a little bit a but, good humbling episode yeah. yeah and i feel like it needed it because she came especially the way the first episode ended with her just saving and even the how day <laughs> and even how that the second episode started when she first walks into the bar before the boss shows up like everyone was like yeah she all can praise yeah, her yeah yeah Feeding into the ego. Oh, and I did love the scene though, where she slams that drink and then turns back into her turns human back form, and, and like, she's oh, hammered. Hammered. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Real quick before I start my little spiel of negativity, do you have anything <laughs> else that you want to talk about? Of like, at least on a positive note. No, I mean, everything else I think is, like, kind of skeptical with what's going to happen. Okay. All right. So, this is going to be a little harsh. This oh. is going to be, like... Can I can I just people... chime in and preface to everyone that you were looking forward to seeing Daredevil in every single episode before <laughs> I'm not going to lie, yes. <laughs> So take I, everything I, you say with a grain of salt because you wanted I, Daredevil and there I hasn't told, been even a glimpse of him. I, I told you, I told Willie, I told you both, <laughs> like, 
I was like, IMDb has Charlie Cox listed in every single episode playing Daredevil. And so I was expecting Daredevil in every episode. For those of you who haven't seen it, spoiler alert, he's not in the first two episodes. At all, he not doesn't even, even leave Los Angeles. Not even, <laughs> not even the Easter egg hunters on YouTube found anything. Uh, I know, like so. <laughs> so yes, like that was, like, and it's not, it's not. A ne- I I don't want to see like, do the whole I hate the She Hulk show because Daredevil's not in the She Hulk show uh-huh. as much as they said you. No, it's just me being super excited. You know, I love, absolutely love the netflix daredevil series Mm. i think it is one of the most complete and closest thing to perfection of a comic book story that we've seen in either in either movies or like i know a lot of people have issues with season two and with the electric character fuck that I love season two. <laughs> I love Deloitte Young as if you Electra. Can't, if you can't tell by the way you're going off on a tangent about Daredevil. I know. You like Daredevil I, and you I, wanted him to see in every episode because that's yes, what you were told. I, <laughs> I love Daredevil. I love Charlie Cox's version of Daredevil. It's magnificent. He's not in it. I'm upset. <laughs> Moving on, though. But this is going to be... This is This is going to be a harsh... This, for some people, might even read into it as me being politically incorrect. Bear with Ooh, me. Let me grab my Bear popcorn. It's not like it will come across that on the surface of it. I guarantee you, it will on the surface, it will come across as politically incorrect. Are you going okay? to entertain on me right now? I'm not. No. God, if I start. <laughs> no, you have full permission to tell me to shut the fuck up the second I start getting to his level of bullshit, okay? But, alright. So, anyways, let us begin. Issues with She-Hulk so far is that it is another shining example that can be placed up there with Captain the Captain Marvel movie that Disney, for whatever reason, with their long history of their of their animated movies and everything, they do not know how to write and handle a strong female character. Definitely not in the 21st century. Absolutely. Captain Mark, like if you look at Disney's work in like at least live action work, uh, uh, the, the, the main people for a lot of their females for their stuff Poorly written characters. Ray from Star Wars oh, is God. a horribly handled and a horribly written female character. I need a whole character. episode to myself just for that. <laughs> we'll get to it. I thought this. <laughs> uh, and then, but, and Captain Marvel, of course, like I said, but, t- and like, I love strong female characters. They just Ahsoka try too Ta- hard and it's cringe. That's what it is. Ahso- Ahsoka Tano is one of my f- I will say Ahsoka is, is without a doubt my favorite Star Wars character. Period. Mm-hmm. I love everything about her. I love how Dave Filoni wrote her entire story arc, starting from the Clone Wars, and how he followed her followed her up in Star Wars Rebels, which is a grossly underrated show as well. Yes. Um, and I'm super excited to see what he does with her in her own series, but having 
a woman character talking like continuously having to tell the audience how tough and strong and resilient she is doesn't make it so it makes her come off as whiny and bitchy like i said it's cringe like when they did the whole team it's, up in the last in the yes ending. oh my it's God, cringe yes. they try too it's hard cringe. and it's cringe they try, but like because i'm sitting here and like when she's talking about like i actually you know what i i came across something of meme picture thingy that i saved for it and it's when they're doing yoga and everything and she starts talking about how uh she's so much she's so great at handling her emotions and stuff mm-hmm. and so it's literally on the side of hulk is saying the woman i love sacrificed herself to save the world and all this strength and i couldn't save her and then on the she hulk side of it it's like i get cat called sometimes that's why i'm better at controlling my <laughs> anger than you that's how i felt re- like looking at that I... not only just that but also the fact that what bruce was on the run from his own government trying to straight up murder him Mm-hmm. for how many years before avengers <laughs> and then the fact like the depression he had the isolation he had to deal with the depression him trying to kill himself and hulk literally saying no mm-hmm. like and she's gonna be like oh i get cat calls sometimes. like yes don't get me wrong like giving f- f- women unwanted attention in public fucking why stop don't do that it's, it's it comes off as creepy and weird and just not okay 90 percent of the time so just why so like why do it but anyways like to compare that to the what two decades of shit that he has had to deal with and watching all of his and watching a lot of people that he's known and respected and cared for deeply die and him still bettering himself and trying to help her, and she's just throwing it back in his face, like you were saying earlier about how cocky she was. And it really, really pushed me the wrong way. And I was like, all right, you know what? But even then, after the first episode, I was like, okay, we're going to move on from it. It's, <laughs> it'll, it'll get better. And then what you said, she came right back in. She found out she got, she got hired to be the She-Hulk and everything, and... All of a sudden, she's like, I only got hired because I'm the She-Hulk. And then she has that fourth wall break looking into the boardroom full of white, old white men, which, mm-hmm. yes, a bunch of old white men as partners of a law firm. While I don't think is 100% accurate anymore in 2022, I'm sure there's still firms out there that have oh, primarily old white men as the partners and stuff on the board. So that's fine. But like the whole... I bet they never had to worry about it. It's like she's looking at all – she's bringing attention to a bunch of the stuff and not looking at any of – like think about all the positives. Like what – Well, her her assistant snapped her in the check right away. Yeah. Her Her paralegal. Her her paralegal so far right now is probably one of my favorite characters. Well, no, that's not 100% accurate. (laughs) It's the the dude, the other lawyer – that came in and gave her the map to the best toilet to poop in. (laughs) So, all right. I don't know if you've ever seen the show that aired on TNT. It was a sitcom called Sirens. No, but I think I remember hearing it. It was based around uh, three EMS drivers, and then one of the EMS drivers, uh, his 
on again off again girlfriend was a cop well the dude who plays the drew the draw the map guy mm-hmm. is the same plays her part his the the partner in sirens as a cop except for he's a fucking idiot <laughs> like he is the du- dumbest person i've ever seen written nicest guy in the world in the show but just he was he was the dumb hot guy and they even talked about how he was the dumb hot guy on multiple times but it was great so but i saw him in that right mm-hmm. and then he's also he plays adrian chase in arrow oh, where God. he plays where he plays the villain so i'm like i don't trust you i saw his face and i'm like like the last thing i saw you was being a dick in arrow it's like i don't i don't trust you phyllis <laughs> <laughs> but i did i love i i'm sure i'm gonna love him too but either way yeah her her paralegal right now like keeping her in check is what i'm i'm liking but like she's in a position now to where she should be looking at like because one of the things that at least marvel has ignored for the most part of what things that have happened on ages of shield but like we have inhumans that were exposed to terrigen mist from inside agents of shield so there's a slew of people that have superpowers that didn't want superpowers and I'm sure they would love a good lawyer when they lose control of their powers because they never asked for them and they don't know how to control it. And if they have an accident, they're going to they, – she would be a perfect play, position to help them do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, she wasn't seeing all that. She just sees, oh, I only got hired because I'm the She-Hulk and all these old white men won't be – will ne- never have to worry about why they got hired. I won't get it's my like, respect. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> be a good lawyer. Like – I know I'm not a obviously I'm not a woman. Well, the other thing I love too is that her boss takes no shit. Like he's firing people through his assistant right there. He's like, "Move this person to Minnesota cuz they hate the cold." Like he is no bullshit. And I like yeah, that. Yeah, he does he doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, like "All he's, right, you don't want to be She-Hulk? See ya. There's the door." Like Yeah, like he knows what he wants, he goes for it and like at the end of the day, like yeah, is it a publicity stunt that will bring his firm money? Oh, you betcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, you betcha it will. But he also prefaced in the beginning of when he first showed up back in the second episode talking about how she did an incredible job as a lawyer and had a winning case against yeah. him himself. <laughs> him, not, not one of his lawyers that worked for the firm, but he himself was the one she was going against. That yeah. had a winning case, and he was the first one to admit it. So he clearly respected like, her. He just knows he that her, as her a being lawyer. She-Hulk is going to just bring business up. Exactly. So I thought, like, that has been my biggest pet peeve right now is that they keep trying to shove strong woman, as South Park would say, strong woman down our throat. And <laughs> it's just, it it's not working for me. Right. Like, I would... I'm going to keep watching, though, because, you know, Daredevil <clears throat> might be showing up. And there are it's impl- there is a lot of implications going on for the MCU as a bigger, which brings us into our last topic of discussion for She-Hulk before we get into the fantasy sports world. And we bring in one of our longest of best friends. Oh, but, yes. Yeah. He's a beauty. 20 years? I've at least known him for 20 You've years. You've known him longer than I have. Yeah, I've known him for 20 years. So, like, we're... but. It'll be a hoot when he gets on. He's hilarious and he's great when it comes to fantasy stuff. He <laughs> <But> loves <laughs> fantasy. 
but so last thing uh really right now the only thing that we can really the the big point to for the future of the mcu or something is that scene that we told we'd put a little pin in with the hulk mm-hmm. talks to talks to jen and then it zooms out and he's on that sakarian ship in space and it shows him zipping off to the unknown Assum- not really the unknown assumably sakar not even assumably you might not have seen but the showrunner for she hulk did come out and confirm that that is where he was going. Oh, well, there which you go. <laughs> all, which all but confirms, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, looking at all of that and all the recent remarks Mark Ruffalo has said about the topic, mm-hmm. World War Hulk yes. is coming. Sir. I don't know how they're going to bring the whole Scar thing around. His I'm son. Kinda, like I'm excited about that, but like also realistically, even with even with the five year jump, so uh, it's, I, and his, so it's we're only looking at like roughly us based on how we the with Shang Chi kind of helping us as reference for the timeline of the She Hulk series. Like we're really still only looking at at most eight years from when he first got to Sakar to now. So yeah. it's like. So, how is Scar gonna be the big? So I heard. I actually watched. I did. I dabbled this morning because I was going down a YouTube rabbit hole. Oh but, yeah, those are always fun. <laughs> yep. So I actually have some ideas on this. So a good point that I was made, and I was just like, "Oh dang!" Was they say it all the time? Time runs differently on Sakar. You know, and you're right. They do so, say that. So we have two instances of time running differently. One, the Grandmaster and Hulk, you know, saying that they've been there for so long when really it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Or I forget. You're right. No, I think I'm getting them twisted up, but there's two instances of it one and the other where time goes really fast there and time goes really slow there. So I think the other one was when Thor and Loki went in there. Loki was there first and it was only a few seconds, but it was weeks on Sakaar. He had said he had been there for like two weeks. Yeah, you're right. So we have completely forgot about that. Yep. So we have an instance of time going fast and time going slow. So it kind of does whatever it wants there. So his son could totally be uh, older. At least and, big, uh, big and, enough to be a full-blown Hulk. Yeah, and they can make it work because they can just be like, oh, time runs differently on Sakaar. Easy as that. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I completely, completely forgot. Because honestly, I that's not those aren't the scenes that I sit back and look when I think about Ragnarok. Those aren't the scenes that I linger. I, sing, I, I linger on the running around in circle and... And just he keeps coming back in front of Korg mm. and Korg, mm-hmm. Korg being losing a revolution because <laughs> of the paper. Well, speaking of revolution, <laughs> is that brings up to who might be the big bad? Because I'm pretty sure I'm I have to brush up on my Planet Hulk and World War Hulk comics, but 
They threw, they overthrew one guy, and that's how he got in power at first. And then he had to go back and help his son overthrow another guy. I think I don't know if that's right or not, but they're saying I'm not familiar either. They're saying since time runs differently, there that there could be a future version of the Hulk that is now old man Hulk, Maestro. Maestro. Ooh. Yeah. So that's you a possibility. You think they would waste Maestro on a She-Hulk series instead of saving well, no. him for the that World War Hulk film? That's what I'm saying. Is that Are you talking about for the... Oh, yeah, yeah, for World War Hulk Yeah, his son, his I mean, son would, will, will go back, they'll grab the Hulk to go fight Maestro, and it'll have older version of a Hulk, his son, and it'll be able to explain it by just time runs differently there. Easy money. I would be okay with that. <laughs> Plus, I feel like... Yeah, I would be okay with that. That and that that makes sense. Yeah, that's the logic. I yeah. Oof. Right. Dropping, dropping bombs that I kind of forgot about. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Dang. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, I'm personally, I'm excited. Like, I'm just excited because if we're getting World War Hulk, that means to me, one again, in my personal opinion on that, if we do go, if they do go forward with a World War Hulk movie, oh, the first Hulk solo movie. In 14 years, or obviously by the time it comes out, it'll be more than that. But I am sick and tired of Smart Hulk. Yes. Let Hulk Hulk. Like, Smart Hulk is great from for short bursts and everything and a little change of pace, but at the end of the day, Hulk is Hulk. Well, that's the other thing, and is that they've... That was the one thing that I was, like, going to bring up later was in the first episode, I don't know if you caught it, but I don't know if it was just me, but I was kind of catching a vibe that in the basement lab there, Bruce was getting kind of, he was starting to get a little angry, and uh, his voice started to change a little, I feel like. I, I didn't catch that? I'm not on the first walk, <sighs> uh, watch. Through That's anyways. what I thought. And so, like, to me, it was like, I feel like they've done, like I said, they've done Hulk so dirty, and they're just going to, not even explain what happened to him and just kind of drop the character because what Bruce is now like has full control of the body because it's clearly a split personality there. Yeah. So and like, honestly, I just feel like so, letting so the what, Hulk be Hulk. It's, yeah. Carry on. So that's why I think like they might be like the Hulk still might be in there. I think when yeah. there's, when he's like, I put the brains and the brawn together I think for some weird reason or like they work something out to where like Hulk is still there, but Bruce just has control. Like, I think, I think that's a valid point. And I think with Moon Knight and everything now, that's not like that weird of a concept. Yeah. Moon Knight's, I I don't (laughs) understand the hate for Moon Knight. So I could that see was incredible. I could see Hulk still being there. And that's why he's still gotta work through like he still does like anger management stuff. He still does like all these other things. And I feel like to that's, keep Hulk to help keep Hulk at bay. Yeah, because yeah, they have an understanding, but like Hulk could so still I think come that, out. That gives me a great idea for World War Hulk as we're talking talking about like how we want hulk to be hulk again Mm -hmm. so right if banner has control right 
maybe why it has appeared at certain spots since Smart Hulk has shown up that he's not he doesn't seem as strong as he was previously. Yeah. And so maybe it's because Banner's in control and he's not letting himself get angrier and we all know that Hulk so he gets like stronger the more mad he gets. So I think or at least what they could do, what I what I would like to see now that you put have put this thought in my head is let him go World War Hulk and let him get absolutely bodied by Maestro. <laughs> Just body and then he's like and, hulk all right <laughs> and not even that i just want to see hulk break through it's like enough is enough dude i got this hulk strongest there is <laughs> and just <laughs> and just let him go to town that would be the way i would love to see hulk become hulk again yep that's that's all the ideas that i had i was just like okay and I feel yeah, like okay. my ideas are kind of out there and crazy, but I feel like they're also possible. <laughs> I think it's very possible. I didn't even, like, yeah, like I said, you were the one that, like, you saying that is what put that idea in my head about it. It'd so be I great. Like it. All right. <laughs> so, so real quick, anything else you are wanting to go over with on this? No, I think we're good to go to fantasy. All right, so we're going to switch over to fantasy here and we're like i said earlier we're gonna bring in our friend Derek stone uh me and Derek literally grew up what um, like maybe a mile down the road from each other and we've known each other for 20 ish years so and treads you've known him from I, baseball for yeah, a while too. i started playing baseball with Derek a long time ago and we've just been on same baseball teams and just playing baseball together for years, and then we've just been friends ever since. So, yeah. So let's see if we can't get him in on this. Uh, I just messaged him to make sure he's paying attention. There we go. I am here. Here, boys. All right, Derek. We, all right, you just you missed. We gave you a nice little uh, intro explaining how we've known you for like twenty years, which is <laughs> my super. Oh, yeah. Super weird to say. <laughs> yes, twenty years. Yeah, about that. I would say. I think I moved. Yeah. Moved down the road from you, like when I was. Yeah. I think I was five. Five ish. Oh, so yeah, right. twenty years. <laughs> but so <laughs> that's crazy. So anyways, so you missed out on. Me and Trudeau full on nerding out and it going was, on it rants. Was pretty and bad. I mean, it, it lasted an hour long almost. That, yeah, I, no, I, 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 <laughs> I was not expecting it to be this long, but we just kept going. I hopped in and my wife's like, are you, are you going in on the podcast tonight? And I was like, yeah, right now they're uh, talking Marvel stuff and uh, I know nothing about it. So I'm just going to put my stuff on mute and go eat some pizza. So. <laughs> I was like, they'll text me when I'm coming on for fantasies. So. Oh, yeah. We're talking. But, <clears throat> all right. So, for the, the, the verse, you know, like the five we're going to have for this first episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and half of those five are probably going to be people that are in our fantasy league with us. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> but for anyone else who stumbles across it, the three of us were all in a fantasy with... Real grade A Real team names, grade. I might add. 
I love the team names. <laughs> we we all understood the assignment going into it. Absolutely. Who wants uh, to read them well, off? Who wants to, we got to read them off. I I got them. I got them pulled up. So we got we have a simple eight man league. Um, but these are some of the the top tier team names we have. We have Happy Ending, Budusky, <laughs> the Tittsburgh Feelers, which I re- it's a new kid to the to the group. This is his first year in the, in the league, and he saw the team names, understood the assignment, and just went for it, and it yep. was fantastic. I'm here for yeah. it. Yes. Connor's, Connor's the boy. He's a beauty. Yeah. And then we got I Like Big TDs. Classic. Uh, silly sixty nine, which is on par, but like, there's not a lot. Of, I will I say that's the one that's not very, that's not very. Uh, I told like punny. It's not punny. <laughs> I, I told him at work he's gonna change that. Tyler's yeah, gotta, he's gotta get on yeah. our level. He's not even near it. No, but this is where we get to the what I honestly biased for mine at least. The three of us, I feel like we have the three best team names. <laughs> yes. So, yes. so my team name. For all of you who don't know me, I'm a diehard Titans fan. And so my team name is Titan Your Buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very pr- I'm very proud of. You can ask you can ask Treads, you can ask Derek. Bro. I have never been the most creative and most clever with sh- with shit like that, but <laughs> I was very proud of myself when I came up with that one. Oh, and then, I'm sure you were. You definitely looked in the mirror and were like, that was perfect. <laughs> I threw a little rave for myself just right there. He was like, like, <laughs> he was pull- no, bro, he was pulling the Russell, the Russell Wilson. He's like, tell me about That was exactly right. How'd you get the camera in my bathroom? I think I honestly have to change mine, though, because I do not have C.D. Lamb this year again. Yeah. No, you gotta keep it. It's, it's, such, too it's such a good name, but oh, it is. Which, it bugs me that which, I didn't get to draft. So let's get to Derek's team name since he brought it up. Yep. So Derek's team name is CD's nuts. Dude, I like Trudeau's name though. Trudeau's is probably one of my favorites oh, and man. the most accurate of all of ours. Yes. Yeah. Yep, I yep. uh Treads's Treads's fantasy team name is Tiny Ditka. <laughs> of course it is. I think what was what was yours before that, Trudeau? Didn't you have something with Dak picks or whatever? Oh yeah, it was unsolicited Dak picks. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that was a good one. Like that was that a good one. one too, but yeah, no, Tiny Ditka is definitely the winner of I know, I was like, I have to. I gotta do it. I, I pride myself in my punny names. <laughs> team name. <laughs> but so we just had our we just had our fantasy draft yesterday mm-hmm. on the twenty seventh. Um, we agreed to the time and the date when I was working second Ooh. shift, and so I didn't have to go into work until three. Uh, uh, they changed that on me. I mean, yes, I had requested the change, but I didn't expect the change to happen so quickly. And you so put I'm in sitting there here after talking. my fantasy draft. I was, I was yeah. talking. To, 
show earlier this week, and I, we, were, we made me come to the realization, like, oh, shit, I'm going to be at work now during our draft. So I had to deal with an auto-draft, but, I mean, honestly, the draft did not go the way you planned. <laughs> ESPN has stepped up their auto-draft game. Like, yeah, I mean, unreal. I was not ready for that. Unreal, it's like, unreal I still got... Depth. Like, the only... The only thing that I didn't go my way was the one thing that we knew wouldn't go my way. And, of course, it was the one person that me and Treads <laughs> both predicted was going to do it. <laughs> so I even, like, so I told Treads at first I thought it was going to be you, Derek, no, out of pure no, I fucking told, spite. I told Micah. But, he, but we, we both, like, Treads told me and I agreed that your, your unjustified love of Najee Harris Dude, was... he carried my team last year. I couldn't give him up. Your team to second to last place. <laughs> exactly. He was the only reason why I didn't get last. <laughs> no, Literally, my whole team died. You didn't get last because Burt sucks more than you do. Burt got the man, which, the man, which we have the man to drafts give, kickers. And we have to give his team name. We haven't given Burt's team name yet. Which, did yeah, I, yeah, I did. I said Badussi. No, you didn't. It's Badussi. Booty Badussi. Pussy. <laughs> that is why there's a peach emoji, an eggplant emoji, and then a cat emoji after it. <laughs> yes, yes. Very, very, Which, very funny. <laughs> to preface, he did the worst last year. He was winner of the Sacco and got the first pick of the draft. Yep. The Sacco. Uh, also, also, treads. We gotta like we've already kind of talked about it in our in our group chat for the league, but we gotta let's bring it to the people of how we were freaking Nostradamus <laughs> as <laughs> three days, three days the before the draft out. before the draft started, we were talking about it, and we were like, and we both said, Derek is absolutely like. He takes it so serious, and which is fine. But we were just, we both were like, he's going to be the one. He's the kind of guy that's going to sit there and call collusion. Well, like, yeah, bro. Dude, I used to run this league for, what, six years in a row I ran the league. And Something like that. But one he, one but human he, being ruined it. <laughs> and after that, after that year of him dropping players or trading horrible horrible running backs for top tier rb1s from a kid who was already out of playoffs and then and he me lost. not being able to change it or no is that just when he won ruined. no that's yeah that was when he won and then the year after he tried to do it again and they, he lost to you yeah i beat him and he never paid after me that, <laughs> after that no way i have i I was done with so, collusion. But so no, you doing we were, that? We were, we were sit. So we were. We got to give him some of the backstory here. So we were sitting there, and we were like, "He's gonna be the Ruxin. He's definitely the Ruxin of the group, calling collusion." <laughs> and here we are. So then we fast forward. That that was three days before draft. Fast forward to draft day, and I'm on on one of my 15 minute, my first 15 minute break, which was just before the draft started. So I couldn't even be a part of the draft at, at all. And I gave treads. It, when we were talking earlier, a very specific set of instructions <laughs> that I, for me being me being the diehard Titan fan that I am is like I want Derrick Henry 
I had the fifth pick. I didn't think there were, I was really going to get him, but I still thought, hey, there's a chance. But I told him, like, hey, if someone steals him, I need you to bitch them the, the fuck out for me because I won't be able to do it. <laughs> and so here we are, draft day before the draft, in our group chat, texting everything. And I start talking to Treads. It's like, Treads, don't forget, like, don't forget, uh, don't forget to do this thing or what we talked about. I'm like, don't forget what to do what we talked about. And he's like, I don't even remember. And so I was like, check your personal, <laughs> check our personal chat. And the second I said, per check personal chat, Turk comes in with literally collusion. <laughs> like, the word itself the doesn't hit. The season hasn't even started yet. <laughs> season hasn't even started yet. He doesn't beat around the bush about it. He straight up nope. uses the word collusion. I have <laughs> never posted a Ruxin gif faster in my life this second and me and Trent just like called it we knew this was gonna happen bro I of love course. it of course oh, don't kill me but so the one thing I'll have to say about fancy this year is are you gonna adjust the league playoffs to go cause I believe huh Everyone gets in right now. I believe no. everyone gets in the playoffs right now. No, I, had I it believe so. I had it set last year that we didn't. It should have. So, I'm pretty certain we don't. So there's not last year. I'm fairly there's certain there's eight teams. Not eight teams in the league. Two, four, six, eight. All in the projected winners bracket. Oh, we'll have to change that. Projected collude. No, it says playoff what? team six. Yeah, that makes sense. Six, yeah, six yeah. makes sense, especially with the eight. Man. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're oh, okay. last two people aren't making. It. Perfect. Fuck that. But so, but all right. I ain't so gonna be we're po so, we're post draft. Derek, you are the king of loving the team you draft just to drop <laughs> half of them after they underperform week one. <laughs> you want to know what's funny? I'm I'm really what? glad you bring that up. I'm really glad you bring that up. You know what? Because are you about uh, to drop someone? I I already have a waiver in. <laughs> no, <laughs> week no, week one hasn't even begun, bro. Did you draft bro, all I, of your players too? Yeah, I drafted. I drafted mostly who I wanted. I missed a couple picks. But I mean, did you uh, auto draft right. at all? No. So you're already changing no. your mind on <laughs> Yes. So I I will I will give you a little bit of benefit of the doubt for already making a waiver request however since you drafted all of your team it's going to be a very small uh. benefit of the doubt because i for whatever reason so we we went super experimental this year with our league and like we have defensive players we're bringing in punters now <laughs> and for whatever reason even though i got like a lot of the players that i really wanted and i was super happy with for whatever reason, they're at like the end. My auto draft just went crazy on defensive players. Dude, you have, have so many, it's unreal. Mine did I that for wide Fred, receivers. I have Fred Warner, Derwin James, Aaron Donald, and Nick Bosa. Yeah. It's Jeez. like, bro, why do I need that? So I'm I'm already working on wave a waiver move here soon to get rid of like all of them. Like I'll probably keep okay. Warner, but like it's changes are coming for me too before week one starts. 
but again, you know, I, I just drafted, I like, I drafted ton of late round rookies that are just like, like Kenneth Walker. I picked him up. He was great oh, at Michigan. Hernia. He's dealing with a yeah, hernia he, early on. Well, he's supposed to fully practice this week, but he <laughs> still has Rashad Penny in front of him. So yeah, my like Rashad, thoughts are Rashad like Penny had a Rashad, year. and he's a goal. He's a very big goal line threat. So like Kenneth Walker could get like good touches like in the center of the field, but or be like well, a third down him. back. But once you get hey, in that red zone area, Penny's just gonna take all his points. So I'm Here's like the counter sitting there like. Do I keep him? Here's my counterpoint for you. All right. We're let's take a look at that Seahawks offense. Geno Smith horrible. is named quarterback one. Week horrible. One. They're not getting in, they're it's not horrible. getting near the red zone. They're not getting it's near the red bad. zone. Dude, I almost picked up their punt I almost picked up their punter knowing that. Not a bad choice. Bro, I've I, if I remember correctly when I was setting up my auto pick strategy, I even moved him further. Like they're not doing shit. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be punting a lot. I picked up the Washington punter. Yes, that is accurate. I put I moved the is Seattle punter to third. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my big question for fantasy this year. Okay. Why? Why did you set Nick Chubb as your first pick if you didn't get Henry? <laughs> he wasn't. Oh. He wasn't said as my first pick if I didn't get Henry. Okay, so Henry was your first it was, pick. So, so I was I did the round by round breakdown of what position I wanted. Round one, I wanted a running back, right? Mm-hmm. My top choices at running back: Derrick Henry, which I didn't get, obviously. Jonathan Taylor, who deservedly went first overall to Burt. Yep. And then the third one was I meant to change when I was talking with you, Treads, earlier. Mm-hmm. when you told me but i forgot to do it and then i forgot <laughs> that he was but my third pick was set to be austin eckler but he was a keeper for somebody yeah and i forgot uh, that and so it was nick chubb was my fourth nick chubb was my fourth option at running back and i still and plus we're looking at a cleveland browns offense that still has decent still has weapons with amari cooper amari. and tight ends on the outside for, to help the passing game or at least to keep the defense honest to the passing game and I don't hate Jacoby Brissett. Like I think he's really good. He didn't do bad especially, in Indy, especially as a in a filler role. I think he does very well. Uh, it takes. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that's off his shoulder, and it just lets him kind of go out there and play a lot looser, and it works for him. So I don't yeah. think their passing game is going to be such a detriment that other people might be thinking with while Deshaun is serving his suspension. But either way, those those weapons, even with Josh Dobbs, who's their third string right now, even Josh Dobbs, Dobbs could start. Boy. And I know he's a he's a volunteer man. I know Josh Dobbs. Trust me, he's uh, a Steeler too. But yeah, well, fuck the Steelers. But <laughs> he was. But they have good enough offensive weapons on the outside where I think it will leave enough lanes for Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb is still going to be the workhorse of that offense, anyways. Yeah, I would agree. So that's why I, I still feel confident with Nick Chubb. Plus, I got Josh Jacobs too, which that one is the one I feel a little more questionable about. I I still put him high on my list, um, and I still have faith in it. It's just you're looking at that Raiders offense. You look at uh, 
uh, Josh McDaniels as their new head coach, who's always done a more pass-centric, plus you have Derek Carr, who I think has been criminally underrated and mm-hmm. treated unfairly in his career. Mm-hmm. And now you yeah. give and now you give him his his best friend and college teammate where Let's that go. dominated of Devontae Adams <laughs> and then you still have Darren Waller as like and you have Hunter Renfro who I am obsessed with Bro, he's because he's amazing. And so it's I like think, that passing I think Todd got him. That passing game looks very scary, and I feel oh, like yeah. with Josh McDaniels, it's going to take the forefront. And with that taking the forefront, I feel like bet- in their running back options, in a passing game, Kenyon Drake is going to see the field more. Yeah, they're going to definitely do Josh a committee. Jacobs, but, yeah, which is the run, only run the one thing. Like, that's what I'm worried about. I'm still going to run him uh, for the first couple of weeks just to see like where – mcdaniel's heads at with play calling and stuff and hopefully hopefully he doesn't just completely abandon the run but i mean when you again when you have darren when you have darren waller Devonte adams hunter renfro and Derek carr throwing the ball like how are you gonna not want to just let Derek carr sit back and decimate secondaries with Devonte? i yeah have you guys seen the final standings projections based off of the draft uh yeah, Bert's last. I'm looking at it actually. Apparently, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm pulling it up. Bert. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, Micah, you, <laughs> you are you seven. are second to last. Yeah. Hey, I knew it. <laughs> there it is. And I'm I'm right behind you, so it's all good. It goes Derek. Hey, goes all the way up to. Honestly, okay. I hate picking in like the first five picks of the draft. <laughs> I absolutely despise it. Like yeah, you get one good pick. Like I got Najee Harris. I took him over Derrick Henry because I had him last year. But I hate waiting so long to be able to see what's left. It's annoying. Because I want I want two good players. Like Trudeau, you got honestly tenth or eighth pick this year. That turn pick. pick. Yep. When we were FaceTiming during that draft and you were like, Oh my god. Devontae <laughs> asked. DeAndre Swift are all here still. You guys are screwed. <laughs> and I'm like, I literally got to pick one person, and Trudeau's over here two. doing the turn and taking, honestly, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. I was and not even arguable. Not even arguable. Like I love Cooper Cup death, but Devonte. You can argue. The guy. You can argue it. No, it might, might not be right. I had Devontae <laughs> last not. year too, and I won the league, so I'm lit right off the bat. I was like, "Let's go, my workhorse!" Boom. Hey, real, real quick, I gotta interject. I missed something when I was reading the team names because I was reading it on my on the app on my phone, and so I only saw the shorthand for Todd's oh. team being happy ending. Yeah, Watson's happy. Yeah, ending. it's Watson's. It's Watson's happy. <laughs> <ending>. <laughs> When you said, I pulled it up. I'm on my laptop now, and so now I'm seeing Watson's happy ending. I'm like, oh my god, that's so much better than I gave it credit for. At first, I just kind of blew past it because all I saw on my phone was happy ending. I'm like, okay, oh, that's great. But it's Watson happy. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, big question. Hmm. Big answer. Who's got the best team? In your guys' opinions, not just biased towards yourself because you think you're gonna win Trudeau. Uh, Who's gonna win? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think has the strongest team going knows I'm going to say myself. Well, yeah, of course you are. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me let me let me take we a can gander all, here. We could all say I'm oh, gonna, my team. 
best, but let's let's, My team let's, is the let's best. go together. Do we I mean, do we all have it? Do we all have it pulled up relatively? Right? Yeah, I, I know do. I do, Derek. I think you have it. All right. So yeah, let's let's it. go down the list. We'll start with we'll start with Jared. Let's go to Tiny Dicka. Let's let's take a look at this roster here. All right. All right. So yes, he's absolutely sir. studded that quarterback with Lamar and Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Uh, I question marks on DeAndre Swift for me personally, but I mean, you guys are still living up in Michigan and you guys are watching Detroit Lions football a lot more closely than I and a lot of other people. Bro, he's a beast. He was top five I mean, until week 12 last year. He's he's good. I'll give him that. He's going to get a lot of touches and a lot of catches just because Jared Goff isn't the best. So being able no. to dump short is nice. Yeah, but yeah, that's fair. He got hurt last year. He's kind of small. What was the injury? I think it was his knee. Uh, it was something with his say. leg. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it maybe quad or something. Um, Hope but he's small. Good. He's small. Bro, he's going to get hit and he's going to get hurt. The line, and I just. The line is a killer offense. He has high. He has yeah. high end for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. like the Lions have an the offensive line for the Lions this year is dangerous. They're gonna be okay, yeah. I'll take, your, I'll take your guys' word for it. Um, <clears throat> but then we move down to Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's a he's gonna be a touchdown machine with yeah, forty five year old Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, and then of course stud Devonte Adams. Honestly, I kind of hate you that I you got, got the Michael Derek Carr, Devonte oh. Adams combo, and then Michael bro, Pittman Jr. Like, bro with Matt. This Ryan. is one. That's one pick that bro, I'm mad bro, that Michael. I Michael, get. I've I've been saying it for since like training camp started and everything. I don't think I've told any of you guys this, but I have at least been talking to like Willie about it. But Michael Pittman Jr. is about to take the league by storm this year. I feel. Oh yeah. Because Dude, he's gonna break out he, so big, it's unreal. He's bro, got the mo- one of the most I, accurate quarterbacks in the NFL on his team. <laughs> I, I consider, I, consider, I consider last year his breakout year, and he had shitty-ass Carson Wentz yeah. throwing him the football. Yeah. And now you yeah. have reigning MVP, and despite all the unjustified hate people have been throwing at him because of the Super Bowl, which I blame more on the play defense. calling and coaching, mm-hmm. not even the defense, the play calling and the coaching. They went super conservative way too early, and they were just bad at it. But, like, Matt Ryan has consistently, even up till last year, has been throwing the football all over the place for at least 4,500 yards. Oh, bro. For, like, almost his entire career. His accuracy is insane. Like, he might throw some interceptions, sure, but, I mean, when you have the freaking Colts defense, which I think is going to be stupid scary, Mm -hmm. and coming from a Titans fan, like, when... When I tell you guys that I saw Deshaun Watson get traded out of Houston, I could not tell you how happy I was because I'm like, bro, AFC South is wide open for us to three-peat as as division winners, and I was super stoked. And then that same week Deshaun Watson gets traded, Indy trades for Matt Ryan, and I just see that that news come across my phone. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I was so happy to not have to just – I was all the confidence in the world that we were just going to coast through the AFC South, and then Matt Ryan shows up. I'm like, mm-hmm. but Mark I think Andrews. Mark Andrews. I mean, and then you have him. Keeper. Mark Here's my keeper. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a big David Montgomery. 
I think he's going to get a lot of touches. I on I but that's I'm not last year again, and he did all right. Like he was a good flex. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big. I'm not high on Justin Fields. Part of it is bias because he went to gross Ohio State, but (laughs) that's true. But I mean, I I'm just not that high on him. And then your defensive right. players, Jordan Brooks, which we found out in the draft that linebackers are to play. Yeah. Yes. Because they're just they get all the tackles for unreal Saints. points. Yeah. Saints <laughs> defense, I think, is going to be severely underrated this year, going into this year. I don't know why they. I feel that like they basically <laughs> no, kept everyone, right. and they basically kept everyone, and then added Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, relax. Yeah. And then. Good. Brandon McManus, solid kicker, kicking up in Denver. Russell Wilson's going to be having that offense humming. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe not right away, but we're also talking about your, he's playing up a mile high, so you know you can boot the football from 55-plus yeah. yards, no problem. And then yeah, he'll Brett, get Kern, lots of who, Brett Kern, who, biased opinion, best punter in the league. <laughs> Go Titans. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, my unbiased opinion, like me being factual with it, I am so unbelievably worried about our offense this year. Like, I feel like we're gonna be wearing Brett Kern's leg out. <laughs> Hopefully, because for those, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's not even to mention, like, and then we'll just do a quick run through of the guys on your bench real quick, which are si- equally as what the hell? How did this yeah. happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how. J.K. Dobbins, Devonta Smith, Brandon Cooks. I mean, he's got Davis Mills throwing him, so it's yeah. Like, eh. <laughs> Darnell Mooney again, not high on Justin Fields, so I don't think that's gonna help too much. But then you have the bottom three: Chris Godwin, <laughs> Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you yeah. get all of three of those? Well, that was because auto-draft. they literally, they literally. That's sat, even worse. They literally sat, and everyone went for like defensive players and uh like defenses kickers punters to like fill the rest of their team and trudeau had already had filled that just auto draft wise and (laughs) freaking espn was just like here you go have literally three superstars for free I, know, right, I watched it happen, and on I, the last pick, when you picked Juju in front of me, I was like, son of a bitch. I know, but I looked later afterwards, and I was like, shut up. I was like, how how did I get so many wide receivers that are just bomb? <laughs> like, I'll take it. I mean, draft capital. Right. Draft capital when people get desperate. Yep. All right, That's but true. moving on, we'll go to, we'll go to Burt, the reigning uh, Stacko winner and the preseason favorite to win it again. <laughs> He's according trash. to ESPN, um, <laughs> according to himself too. Kyler, Kyler Murray, <laughs> he'll be great until I, until November. He'll be great. Until yeah, November that was until the new COD drops. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, I can't be the only one that like I I'm not high on Kyler Murray. Like, yeah, he had a great yeah. year last year, but the second I saw what the Cardinals felt was necessary to put into his contract. To me, that is that is a quarterback that you cannot trust going forward, unless he until he fixes him until he changes that. Like, how do you, how is it that your video game habits and everything else, when you're being paid a crap ton of money, Somewhat is so 
negatively impactful that they felt it necessary to literally put it in your contract as a clause that you have you have to watch x amount of hours of film and that you can't play past this many hours of video games and stuff like that to me is does not look over Uh, and i and i'm almost positive it got leaked by the cardinals to embarrass him to help incentivize him to fix himself christ well then we got dak um Dak, I'm first off, Cowboys suck. Not a Cowboys fan. I love Dak Prescott. You should have laughed at this pick. <laughs> he's an S. Wait, when did he pick him? What what pick was he? It was oh, like God. the. F- I'll I'll look. Either way, I'll look. Here. Either way, like I, I, I don't, I don't see it. Like I'm sure he'll no. be serving last year, and like he's gonna throw the ball around the seventh round. Okay, so that's not too bad. But he's going to, like, Dak, like, that offense, because Zeke sucks, that offense is going to be slinging the football. And, like, yeah, no Amari Cooper, but Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb aren't awful. So I think I think he'll, I think he'll be all right. Uh, then you have the number one overall draft pick, Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, as yeah. long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a baller. Saquon, which, again, Risk. if he can actually – Really? It's a risk because of health <laughs> concerns, but I mean the upside. Like it's the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Like Saquon and Christian, if they stay healthy, they are fantasy football ruiners. Either oh, way, yeah. even if they, because they're either gonna put up a, a crap ton of numbers against you, and you're just how do you compete against that? Or you have them on your team and they get hurt, and you're just like, great, I yep. wasted. I'll never draft it. Number one overall again. Yeah, I know. Mike uh, Evans, scary. Not bad. Mike mm-hmm. Evans. I mean, he's gonna be a red zone threat. I really hope we start seeing some form of a decline from Tom Brady. That would make my life just so much happier. <laughs> uh, but it's unlikely. Uh, Terry McLaurin, absolute stud. Even though he went to Ohio State, love him. But Carson Wentz is his quarterback, so. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then you have at tight end and at flex a pair of Lions, Lions players with Hawkinson, best he's like the that. best offensive weapon they have to me. Well, they, they got a few. Detroit. They got a few. And then Amon Ross, St. Brown, blew up at there at the end of the season. I know I picked him up on waivers, mm-hmm. uh, and and rode him because he was balling out those last few weeks. Uh, his defensive players, T.J. Watt, which. Seeing the projection of him only getting like 4.6, even though he's arguably probably the second well, best tonight. defensive player in football. And yeah, yeah he, and got, he got, hurt. got hurt. That's right. Um, Cold C, we already talked. I already mentioned, I think that they are going to, <laughs> I think they'll easily be a top five, if not even a top three. I'm dying because he's got uh, Justin Tucker as his kicker. And he was saying, he's been saying that all year. He's like, Justin Tucker's no kicker. He's going to have him be his keeper. So, Bro, I can't and remember. he has DK Metcalf. He totally yeah, touched shit. The- I, ain't, I ain't drafting DK again. Mm-hmm. And then on the and then and then on the bench you have he has DK Elijah Trey Lance Gesicki Elijah Moore Damian Harris and Tony Pollard who to me is going to He's gonna supplant. Go. He is no, he, he is won't. Su- I drafted Zeke. He will not. He is Bro. supplanting Ezekiel Bro, Elliott. Pollard is going to do some work. Guy. Yeah, Pollard Plus went off Green last Bro. year whenever he was on the field. All right, but let's move on to let's move on to Tyler's team. 
Let's, oh, let's, let's roll day. through these a little faster here, Micah. We're, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna go fast. Let's do this. <laughs> quick. First real off, stall Josh Allen for me. Pissed. <laughs> Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Mixon, Etienne, Debo, T. Higgins, Kittle, Deontay Johnson just got hurt. Roquan Smith's defensive player, he's listed as questionable. Packers defense, which I think will be better than recent Packers defenses. Matt Gay, Cameron Johnson, and on the bench, Lazard, A.J. Dillon, Zach Ertz. Alave, Trevor Lawrence, Cordero Patterson, which how is he not starting for him? And Tyler Boyd. I feel like he's got some uh, good yeah. weapons. I feel like he's got Austin. a lot of weak weak sides though, bro. Yeah. Like he's got Bo and he's got Mixon and he's got two good quarterbacks. And he's got Kittle who is super injury prone, but he also has a high side where he can really like blow up. Other than so, that, ETN, he can be good, but also if James Robinson steps up again, like it's not even that. Know. Etienne didn't play last year, and so this is really his first year of NFL football, and he's coming off of an injury. It's like, how is he really going to respond and, to the speed? Yeah. So you got some question marks. And Tyler's but, rated honestly, third by ESPN for what he'll get based off the draft. I think the only one that is going to compete with you, Jared. Like based on draft day rosters, mm-hmm. is gonna be Connor. Yeah, Connor has a good team. I was looking at it earlier, and I was like, like, like don't get me wrong. Some like personally, like on paper, like he's got high fantasy points producers, mm-hmm. but there are red flags on literally. Bro, he's got Tua first off. Like yeah, J- he's Jaylen got the Tyree Hurt- kill combo, but Tua sucks. <laughs> Like I still, I still was watching a highlight that ESPN posted of a Tyreek like bomb, and Tyreek absolutely burned the guy, and Tua threw it to him, and I still I'm sitting there, it's like this is a highlight because all I saw was the fact that Tyreek burned his guy, and then had to stop running straight and drift and literally run horizontally to his left because the ball was short and to his left, like it wasn't even in front of him in short. It wasn't lined up with him in short. It was short to the left, so he literally had to slow down and run horizontally to make the catch. I was like, how? Mm. That's that's worrisome. And then you have McCaffrey. I mean, if he stays healthy, great. If not, you're, you're fucked. James Conner, he's not going to have the same year he had last year. I There's no way. Justin Jefferson. I don't see it happening. Jefferson's a stud. CeeDee Lamb's listed as questionable, so you never know. Goddard. Again, I like Goddard a lot, but I'm not high on Jalen Hurts at the NFL level. I mean, uh, he's so got like, a... There's some, there's some good... like He's got good players, and he's got some wiggle room on his bench. Christian Kerr, Hunter Henry, Cortland Sutton, and Javante Williams. Like, those are... Javante Williams, I think, would be a good fit if McCaffrey goes down. Like, I don't think he'll miss a beat with that one. I think I think we but, should go through Derek's team and see what how he feels about the draft and where where how he think he's gonna do and then. Go yeah, I'm good him. with that. We have, we don't gotta talk about my team. We're, <laughs> it's whatever. We're we've got hour and a half runtime here so far, boys. That's that's a, that's that's a good that's a that's a that's a that's a good round number to kind of end on here. But real so, quick. Um, Let's let's hop on uh, Derek's Derek. team, even though Derek's had some technical difficulties, and so he's not even with oh, us anymore right now. Yeah, he did. Oh, fiddlesticks. But we'll go over real quick. I mean, starting at QB's two studs, 
Patty Mahomes and and Icy Icy Joe Burrow. So like that's great. Like how he did that, I unbelievable. Um, Najee, I think is going to be tragically awful. Aaron Jones is going to be a good pick. Stephon Diggs was his keeper, absolutely going to uh, dominate this year. Yeah, he's going to be good. Uh, DJ Moore, I have, uh, I have high hopes for because I, I'm a fan of Baker Mayfield. I th- like, I know he's not the greatest quarterback ever, but I think he's way better than Cleveland dessert the way Cleveland treated him. Um, Dalton Schultz. I mean, it's another cowboy, but he's at least a <laughs> solid weapon. And again, with Noah Amari Cooper, he's his, his target numbers have gone up. Uh, I, Derek always goes hard on, uh, Cowboys players. I don't know. I've just noticed yeah. that. <laughs> Cause yeah, he's got three. Speaking at least of which, Micah Parsons is his linebacker, yeah. But what I really hate is the AJ Brown pick. Like I remember last year, I was trying to trade Todd for AJ Brown like all year, and he wouldn't give him to me. But now he's not a Titan anymore, and he plays in Philly. And again, I'm not high on Jalen Hurts, so I don't know how much upside there is going to be in there. Now Jalen Hurts could come out and prove me completely wrong, which I wouldn't hate. He's a he's a Bama boy. I don't. I like him. I just, he he I did all right for me last year. I had him on my team last year, and he did all right. It's it's the dual threat ability for me. Like fan, dual threat quarterbacks, even if they're not the greatest throwers, they are going to view points because they can run. So that's my thing. I oh, is that. Oh, is hey, Derek man. back? Perfect. We were just going well, to the team. Just happened. I don't Look at know, the bench bro. though. Bench is Zeke. Amari yeah. Cooper and Tyler Lockett. Uh, like the other ones are all young, unproven commodities. The other so ones, I, I won't really. The we, other we ones talk are all them. risks. They were all <laughs> risks, bro. Well, Rashad well, Bateman, he's not a risk. He's the number one hideout in Baltimore now. Uh, yeah, not by choice. They literally have no, no other option. <laughs> yeah, he's but a sec- it works. Derek's like, he's a sec- hey, number one wide receiver. I mean, that's he's a, right. <laughs> he's a second year. He's a second year player that didn't play a single game last year due to injury, and this is going to be his first NFL action coming off an injury. So we'll see how he does. Like he could, he I could think, blow up. I think he, like, he um, could. Do. He could. The Kenneth Walker I, pick was just a. Out on a limb, I'm gonna hold on to him and see what he does hey, after party on. Got to represent him, and, and he's mm-hmm. my party man. Yeah, Damian sir. Pierce. Everything I've read is oh, he's gonna be. People in Houston need to need to calm down about Damian Pierce. They do need to calm down, but also <laughs> like, it's not my just God. him. Like, there's Dick's a lot like, of people. But... He's this. He's he's the second coming. If you talk to any beat writer in Houston right now. And James Cook is, if he's anything like his brother, it'll be the greatest pickup in the ninth round that anyone could ever have asked for. <laughs> the only, the only thing I, the only thing I have on that one is Devin Singletary. Not even that, not because I mean James Cook could easily beat out yeah, Devin he Singletary. Could, yeah, Devin Singletary. It's is the fact. It's the fact that the offense is going to be an air raid. Everyone knows oh, yeah. that they're running. Their running game. Since Josh Allen has been there, has been literally non-existent outside of Josh Allen running the football himself. So Derek, Josh yeah, Allen was been their rushing leader, their leading rusher for the last like what three years? I think at least one year, one of the last three years, he was the leading rusher on the team. 
So yeah, Derek, I can't I'm, remember which one it is. I'm looking at your team, and it looks like you're going to be kind of fucked when it's Dallas's bye week, week nine. and Buffalo's oh, bye week. Week nine, week nine, I am a screwed. <laughs> I, already, I don't even, I don't even know who I'm playing that week, but they get a dub. <laughs> they get the dubs. <laughs> they, I'm, I'm already tra- looking, I'm already like, it up as NL. I'm like counting on my fingers. I'm like, all right, that's one person for that team. That's two people on that team. That's three people on and that I team. And I think, I think, uh, <laughs> Pit, I think Pittsburgh has that same bye week too. Honestly, stop. Not. That's like at least, bro. So that's six. Week nine. Week nine. Let's see. Six of your players yeah. are already gone just off of two. Oh teams. my god. Joe Burrow. By Ravens defense. That's what it was. Cincinnati. No. By. Oh, no. Yeah. Week Rashad nine, Bateman I, got by, I mean, no, Pittsburgh, you got a lot. Dallas. Of, week, week I got, everyone's playing. Everyone's playing except yeah. for Joe Burrow and the Ravens defense in your starting lineup. So you're yeah. good. It's uh, yeah, because even even only Rashad Bateman is on a bye with the Ravens. Derek, if you had to rate your own draft. Oh, bro. no, sorry. I was looking at week 10. Oh, my bad. I was looking yeah, at Yeah, that's 10. week 10. Week <laughs> 9 is only uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, week 9, week nine so Najee, good. Dalton Schultz, Micah Parr. So three of your starters and yeah. two of your bench. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. That's fine. Although, yeah. You're For right. my draft, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to rate it as not my best. Not my best. I think the best oh, one I drafted like was like the second or third year we played, whatever year I won. That was probably my best draft. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I feel like I didn't want Aaron Jones, and just the way the cards fell in the second round, I felt like I needed uh, another running back. So I took him knowing AJ Dillon was still going to steal points from him. But. Mm-hmm. He's got an upside Honestly, that I like, at least. I'm I'm still pretty uh, like for an auto draft. I, I'm happy with what with what I got. Really? Yes, I think I think yeah. he did pretty well for an auto draft. Honestly, I think Connor has got the best team in that league. Not gonna lie, the kid's stacked. He's got. Like, a good did you team. guys look at? Did you look at his roster? Like he's got. We did, and we talked about it a little bit. Like, it's one of those things where his team, I think. Could fall apart. Um, his team could because I feel fall like apart. his two running backs are injury prone. It could be in the shambles, or it could go very well. Or if they both play all year with Jalen Hurts and the Tyreek to a combo, bro, he's he's winning. Like he's winning. Mm. Plus with Jay Jetta. The thing about me, good, the thing about me and he's Connor, got no bench though. Thing about me and Connor is we both have quarterback, both our quarterbacks we have a combo with that are so dude. That's why I wanted Josh Allen so bad. I <laughs> might trade like Patrick Mahomes and like DJ Moore for Josh Allen. Hey, like it's, hey, I got, I crazy. got my, I got my. It wasn't the duo that I wanted, but it was still a duo, <sighs> a big play duo. So I'm okay with it. Like I got. Herbert and Mike Williams. Like, obviously, I want a Keenan Allen because he'll get more targets. But Mike Williams is the big play threat on that on the outside for the Chargers. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think Todd's team is not very good. <laughs> what 
let me look. No. Hold on. I haven't looked at that. He's got yet. Matthew Stafford and Ryan Tannehill as his quarterbacks. Poop. Stop. He's got Derek Henry, obviously. He's got Alvin Kamara, who could be I out for like six weeks Kamara. if he gets suspended. So yeah, did I. He just. Hey, he stole Derrick Henry from me, so he deserves to finish last place. That's all I know. I mean, he kept Jamar Chase very smart. Solid. He got he got Keenan Allen. He got Kyle Pitts, which Kyle Pitts is my he thing lost is his. he's just he's just so impossible to trade with because I would be all over trying to make a move for Keenan Allen since I have Justin Herbert. But Keenan Allen's a my solid experience choice. with Todd. My, Dude, my, Todd wants my, everything and wants to give nothing. That's the hard part. Yeah, and like I mean, <laughs> like I'm hard, always, I'm hard to trade with, but I you at least are like borderline impossible. Like you'll at least give counters, and dude, I gave up. Like, Debo up last year for Barkley, and it shot me in the oh, leg. <laughs> I remember. I yeah, and you know what? Trudeau, Trudeau had to freaking throw his two cents into that bullshit trade and screwed me because I had to instead of just giving him one person, I had to give him two for one. And that one person that I got died. <laughs> so thank you for that, Trudeau. I'll never be trading. If you throw your name out when I'm trading this year, I'm out. <laughs> I will pull my card. <laughs> oh, but, bro. But he's right. got Brees Hall, who's like, eh. He could be good. I mean, he could be. We got Mel Hunter as his quarterback, bro. He's got the convict team, bro. DeAndre Hopkins really is bad. Green Hunt, he kick really people. Sean Watson, you know what he's all about. Yeah, like look, look at that. He's got two players with suspensions <laughs> next DeAndre to him. Hopkins and Sean Watson. <laughs> Straight up suspensions. Oof. He's got your boy Renfro. Oof. And Cully's team. He's got my boy Renfro on the bench. Cully's team was sneaky last year, bro. Cully was good last year. He got third. Yeah. He took Travis Kelsey. Right Cully's away. always Smart. sneaky. Plus he kept Eckler. Plus he got Dalvin Cook in the f- He's got Russ, who's in a new location, got new threats. With Braid, great just offensive Braid. weapons. He went heavy on the he got the Jerry. He got the Jerry-Judy combo with Russ. He picked up that threat with Jalen Waddle. He's got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, even his bench the- isn't like... Horrible. Adam, you got Adam Thielen, Marquise Brown. I'm not high on Hollywood Brown. I never no. was. Oh, but he's got Kyler Murray. Was... Never know. Yeah, but to me, yeah. he's just he's a knockoff Tyreek Hill who <laughs> has who has even worse hands. Like I don't yeah, think Tyreek Hill has bad. has that great of hands. I, I really just don't. He just, has, he just has had a really. Like quarterback that he's, he puts it he in has, he's, he's had a great quarterback and he's been he's fast as hell and he does run very good routes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's very he's very shifty and so he's able to get the separation. Um Yeah, he's fast, but times. he's also really quick. He's like a but to me quick, to me at least right routes. now, Hollywood Brown is just fast and that's it. Like, All right, I don't predictions. think he's got the greatest hands. Predictions. Who's pick, Who's winning? Trudeau, I who's winning? Trez, I think Trez is taking it again. Oh, I'm not going to say myself, so I'm going to say... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if internally, I say myself, but uh, honestly, 
I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna surprise us, and I think Collie's gonna win it because Collie always, Oof. bro. Collie's always nipping I at mean, heels. He's got, he's got the ro- he's got the roster for it. He's always nipping at heels, and he's always turns it on in the playoffs. So I got Collie going. I got Connor getting second. I got me third, and then I don't know about the rest. Yeah, honestly, like I got, I'm... I got uh, one true pick that's gonna happen is Bert getting last. <laughs> yeah, we can all buy a gun. Yeah. Bert getting last. <laughs> Bert I is keeping that sacko. I think if I think if Trudeau's team stays healthy, he wins. Just purely I... based off if Derek Carr and Devontae Adams do what everyone's hyping them up to do. They're just gonna do what gonna they did win. in college, bro. <laughs> he's so, just he's gonna so, win. And with the I, yeah. I definitely see, like I said at the beginning, Treads is definitely winning the whole thing. However, I think Connor, if his team plays to the upside, we are all yeah, going to be in trouble. The only reason I didn't have but Connor winning I, it is because it's his first year and he didn't pay. <laughs> so I don't want him to win. So I'm yeah, just going to yeah. be Connor. I'll be, just because of I'll that, be happy. he's not winning, but he's scary. Okay, uh, yeah, biggest like said, biggest steal of the draft. Ooh, biggest steal of the draft. Let me look. Like, because if you look at the team, Todd getting Derrick Henry fourth. If you ask me, <laughs> if you ask That's me personally, steal of the draft for me was getting me getting Devontae Adams at eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at eight. Bro, no, no, you seriously. got a nine because you took DeAndre Swift. No, I, I took, I took him eight, and I took oh, DeAndre man. Swift. Yeah. Either way, like seriously, bro, though, I think Der- why everyone is like Derrick Henry had a mind, like not a major injury that's gonna affect him long term with his health, and the fact that the man led the league in rushing last year for five whole weeks after he was injured and he was still the leading rusher before Jonathan Taylor finally passed him. And the fact that he, f- I get taking Taylor first overall. I get that. I get that. But how he how? doesn't, how Derrick Henry doesn't go to in a, in a draft in a, where Cooper yeah. cup and Jamar chase and are Jamar. keepers and they're already off the table. How Derrick Henry doesn't yeah. go second. It confounds me. Well, I think it comes down to... He already had CMC, bro. He he wanted to get the number one wide receiver, in his opinion, which I called it days before it was going to be Justin Jefferson. I called this entire draft, pretty much. He really did. All the way up until the seventh or eighth. I I did not expect to get Devontae. So I think the biggest steal of the draft, get this. I drafted A.J. Brown... 70th overall in the ninth <laughs> round. Think about Jalen. Jalen Hurts is a shit quarterback. Dude, Period. he is like fantasy god. Fan- oh yeah, no, you were you were, you were you were getting your stuff figured out. But yeah, no, I told Treads like Jalen Hurts is fantasy dynamite because of what he can oh, do yeah. with his, his feet. Yeah, I had him last but year. He, Money. He is not the greatest thrower of the football. Weapons. He did not and have weapons last year. Devonta, one- Devonta Smith was fantastic. Quez Watkins had a solid rookie year. He had decent weapons. He has Dallas Goddard. He had a great offensive line anchored by Jason Kelsey, who's the best center in the NFL and has been for a, almost a decade, it feels like. Like, he's... Uh, yeah. It gets to a certain point, And he's got Miles Sanders in the backfield. Like, it gets to a certain point oh. where... 
it's you can't you can't blame what's around him. Like for me, this is Tua's last like the same situation in Miami with Tua. This is Tua's last year to me. Oh, you make yeah. that big yeah. trade to get him Tyreek Hill. You have Jalen Waddle, who's a stud. You kept the star tight end of Gesicki. You reload your entire backfield. They have four running backs <laughs> that could be starting or be at yeah, least Chase the, Edmonds, the, the lead added. back. Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Uh, yeah. Oh, who is the other one? Raheem Mostert. Oh, my God. Raheem Mostert. And then they still have uh, Miles Gaskin, who started, who is their lead back last year. So it's like they yeah. have four running backs that would be lead backs and almost at least half of the teams. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. But if, if, if they think... don't, if the offense doesn't perform this year, I think two is done. I think the thing I was most pissed off about was Tyler taking a quarterback in the second round. Dude, he That's took Josh sure. Allen. I was taking him in the third round. Not gonna lie. Bro, second round running, for a quarterback? Two, bro. I had two running so backs, early. and Josh Allen was going to be my third round pick. People started he, pulling the trigger he, after that. Myself yeah, included. Dude, yeah. I, 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 once, yeah. once, the, once the domino falls, you don't want to, like, because no. while fantasy, fantasy is a running back, just because they have catches and rushes that go further points and stuff. But like, if you've oh, got a quarterback, that can plus we have two. The ball. We're a two quarterback league, man. You gotta have at least one yeah. good one, dude. Yeah, yeah, you gotta at least get one. That I had Dak as my starter last year, and it screwed me. Yeah, I had like, Lamar was my anchor last year. Oh, and right. through. I know because I was playing because how I what I do with fantasy is me, I play matchups and everything, but like like. My quarterback situation got so dire. I, I ended the year like I went back and checked the roster before the draft. I ended the year with Nick Foles as my second starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Behind, it was Justin Herbert and Nick Foles. I was like, bruh, fuck. No wonder I didn't win. <laughs> All right, boys. I'm gonna get off. I gotta be up. Yep. For yep. Work. So thank yep. you. Yep. For I was about to wind it down. <clears throat> Absolutely. So I will hop know. off. Sounds good. We'll have plenty more of episodes with you. Yes, absolutely. Anytime, man. Have fun. Have fun at work. Ugh. Say hi to the kids. I will. All right. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that was longer than we planned for, (laughs) for sure. Definitely. But hey, that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, what oh what was that what did we do with that senior year junior year that was a for those listening that was a call back to i can't even remember was it film it had to when we were in film class yeah yeah it was that was some that was that was something that oh man that's a decade old wow we'll have to tell some of them (laughs) stories Oh yeah, we, I'm sure we, we'll have all the time in the world to get to just about whatever we want to. We'll so. have to bring Derek on for those as well because he was part of the the debacle. shenanigans. The, 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 yeah. So was Chris. So yep. was Chris. We can get yep. Chris on with those two. Yep. But all right. Um, you got anything else? No, that's it for me. All right. Um, well, folks, that looks like. It's a wrap on our first ever podcast episode. Uh, we're very excited 
about taking on this new endeavor, especially with the yes. good friends we have supporting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope we didn't bore you guys too bad, <laughs> and we we can't wait to welcome you to the next chat. Yep. Thank you. <laughs>